to take in. And that is Whitney Williams as lips on the voice. (laughs) Of course. Who else? That song makes me feel things for the first time in a while. Like, I feel joy when she goes, no one opens the door for one native New Yorker. Does it make you feel like a native New Yorker? I do. Now I know how to behave. No one's going to open the door. I'm not going to open the door for anyone. So when I go to New York, they'll take me seriously. Yeah, that the whole video, every time I hear it in a TikTok, it just, it makes me smile. Love it. There's so much passion. <laughs> like, I'm glad that's what we're doing in the coronavirus times and the election times. Like, we're watching the voice of Wendy Williams dressed up as a pair of lips or like a set of lips singing her little music. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was watching them in their, their black, like, what do you call those? Like, bodysuit things. And with their little lip heads. And I just thought doing their dance that, you know, I could, I could pick that up. I thought, Ruby, that could be us for Halloween next year. Got that at college in addition to the boy. <laughs> or no, it's, what is it called? The Masked Singer. The Masked Singer. The Masked I've never heard of it before or seen it, but now I'm, I'm intrigued. I knew of it because when I lived with um, my five roommates last year, my roommate Jess would always keep us updated on what was happening on The Masked Singer <laughs> and send me TikToks. But now that's all I have is Wendy Williams, <laughs> the native New Yorker. Yes. Shout out to Jess. Shout out to all of our friends. But this week, even more special than having a guest, <laughs> it's back to the basics, the origins, just Ruby and I vibing in our little virtual studio right now our studio we both have our green vines hanging up in the back of our rooms um our posters Mm -hmm. we have a photo wall like same room different fonts but (laughs) yeah that's what our apartment's a preview but fun fact i do none of my classes here because i'm embarrassed of people seeing my room is the background (laughs) i always turn my computer so people can see my gallery wall (laughs) 
mine is not like it's not cool enough for that like, I don't really have I always like screenshot TikToks to get inspiration for a gallery wall because right now I just I have like paintings but no fun posters no fun posters I know I'm thinking about that for the apartment this spring I'm like what vibe are we going for Sylvia what are we going to do Sylvia is going to be my roommate because now it's just having like a single wall above our beds like we did in Madison we have a full room with big walls big walls and our the space above our bed so I asked her and I said can we get this poster of Barack Obama and she said yes but only if we get post-Soviet communist propaganda to go along with it I said that's called art so where we're going (laughs) I'm intrigued I'm ready to see it um maybe find some furniture on the side of the road to spruce it up a little Honestly, if we were native New Yorkers, it would be so easy. But every time I go to a thrift store, I'm like, that that couch, it looks usable. Like, why, why is it still here? I want it for the apartment. But my mom says things are too bulky like that to bring. But, like, there's so much cool furniture. That's good. We can just go Facebook Marketplace. But the mm-hmm. furniture at thrift shops in Hawaii is not like that. Um <laughs> Oh no, I think it's like maybe like a plywood shelf. Like the chair will be rotting. <laughs> it's not okay. So I'm glad to know that on the mainland there are actual places to get secondhand furniture that isn't diseased. I just picture like in Hawaii, like everyone just sits on like surfboards. <laughs> <laughs> no, we sit on plastic chairs in people's garages while football plays on this flat screen TV that they mounted by the door. Yeah, that's a thing, like, garage culture is something that I wish um, we kind of had, because we had a preview of this. Shout out to Alicia, who has to come on the show sometime. But over the summer, in, like, COVID times, we had our little COVID bubble that we spent the summer with just, like, the five of us. And um, we didn't want to, like, go into anyone's houses or, like, interact with their parents. So we would sit in Alicia's garage, and Marie had a projector, and we would project it onto her, like, um, garage, closed garage door, and then we would sit in there and watch movies and stuff. That's so fun. But you can't really do that for more than a because it's absolutely freezing. No. Yeah. It becomes an icebox. Yes. But in Hawaii, I, I could live in your fridge, your fridge, your garage. <laughs> Our garage is so hot. The pressure cooker. <laughs> is yours a hangout garage? Nope. Ours is storage and the ping pong table. And also... Um, our washer and dryer and clothing rack because we don't have laundry rooms in Milani. We have the washer and dryer in the garage. Really? Yeah. But it's better than having it outside. A lot of people have theirs outside. Mm. <laughs> I'm excited to, um, our apartment building has the washer and dryer in the bathroom, which I feel like, honestly, like, why do we not have it in the bathroom? Lord. Because then, like, if you, like, put, like, a hamper next to it or something, yeah. Then, like, just quickly, like, throw it in, you know? I know. It's so much more convenient than having to, like, you live on the top floor of your house and take it to the basement or something. Yeah. Like, in Madison last year, my mm-hmm. RA would always see me because, like, it was like we would, like, go out to dinner or something, 
on like a Friday or a Saturday. And then there's like those few hours before, well, like, you know, you go back to your room, you have your own time, then you'll meet back up with people later in the night. So those few peak hours, like 10 p.m., 9 p.m., perfect laundry time, right? Nobody's there. So I, I always did my laundry then. And my RA like definitely thought that <laughs> I had no social life. Just like, Mallory at 10 p.m. on Saturdays is always in the basement doing laundry. <laughs> You're like, no, this is just how I'm getting my nights started. No. Yeah. Doing laundry Forget in a tiny, pinky elevator. <laughs> I just hold my laundry basket of like all my athletic stuff and all my sailing things. And every single time, everybody I didn't want to see would get <laughs> with me. The entire baseball team. <laughs> and it can only fit, how many people do you think could fit in that elevator? Like maximum like four or five people. I've gotten, yeah, six is kind of like tops. But we're going to have a big fancy apartment building. So hopefully that works. So, yeah. So, I can't believe it. It's already November. <laughs> I know. I still feel like it's March. Yeah, I know. I have not changed since March. I think my nose is pierced now. That's the only difference. <laughs> yeah, shout out. We're going to put a picture of Ruby's nose on the Instagram. Nose Honestly, it looks so good. And let me say, I don't know if I've said this to you before, but um, my mom last week, I showed her a picture of your nose and she loved it and I was like uh mom when I got my nose pierced she told me it looked like a pimple and, and she's like said, you look like a cow then hung up on you on FaceTime right <laughs> <laughs> that was for the yeah for the hoop um but she's like well hers is just a little sparkle it's just <laughs> a little something I'm like what mine was supposed to mimic a freckle that's what you say to her it's something natural yeah, I was keeping it all natural for you. And even like Kate commented on my Instagram post. She says, love the nose. I said, but remember when Mallory got hers done? Yeah, she didn't like didn't want to get too to much her. back then. You didn't want to talk to her. But Ruby makes everything cooler, so. No, it's because I learned from you. I learned how Maybe. That. Yeah, we inspire each other. We evolve because of each other. Gosh, this is friendship. Yes. Um, do we think this is a good segue into our first song? Yes! What's our first song gonna be? Mallory, do you want to lead us? Um, I can. I, like, honestly, like, can't think of why I chose these songs. <clears throat> but this week, we're just vibing. So this is a song that I've just been vibing to lately. Okay. Don't you think it's sad? 
Papillon by Rilo Kiley. It made me feel calm. Surviving. That's what we need right now, right? I know, right? Especially after last week. Last week was a roller coaster. Was what part specifically? <laughs> the election. <laughs> the election specifically. Because Tuesday, I thought things were going well. Like I was at work watching the polls come in, and then Texas flashed blue, and I was like, ah, landslide, landslide. And then everything started going downhill very quickly. And then I went home, got home from work and I just ate dinner then shut myself in my room until I went to bed. <laughs> I needed to be alone. And then Wednesday woke up, went to work, could not focus on anything. So I was like, great, this is the end. This is the end of democracy. Like, how do I get out of here? <laughs> and then things started looking good. Just like all of a sudden started speeding up. Mm -hmm. Friday came around and I woke up to updates and I was like, oh my, maybe Joe Biden will be the next president. I can stop crying. So it was very like, Ooh. 
What was your election experience? I feel like we won't forget this week ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, the fact that like we still had classes and specifically because we had election day off, a lot of my professors just like stacked up the day before and the day after. And then like, I have a midterm that's due tomorrow. I had a midterm that's due today. Oh. Like this is basically midterm week part two. So like all last week I was like, I should probably be like studying and working on stuff, but I was like not paying attention whatsoever. Um, but yeah, it was interesting because my county kept flipping and um, like leading up to it, <laughs> there were many, I sent Ruby many pictures. There were many rallies and protests and counter protests <laughs> and people dressing up in revolutionary garb and Trump hats and walking across the bridge pretending to be George Washington. Together. They think that would have gone together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, they wanted a revolution, but like also to stay the same. So I don't know, it was a little conflicting, but we ended up, yeah, Bucks County flipped blue. Mallory passed the deciding vote. Joe Biden was our next president because of Mallory Durkin. Uh, I think it's actually because of Natalie, because Natalie's from Natalie's Georgia. from Atlanta. So, Both together. yeah, we got some diverse representation from GW uh, <laughs> geographically in this election. And we all, we pulled our weight in different ways. But yeah, it finally, I was watching a lot of CNN and like we, my dad and I would always be like, let's flip to watch Fox and just see like how they're spinning this. And um, it was interesting to like see the differences between them. And then also like after that, the, the fact that like Fox was like calling certain states before it was very interesting. I was like, it would have been so fun to be in like AP US history right now it and was. like studying this. Charlotte's an AP US history, I should ask her. Ah. Uh, but yeah, Fox was a lot better than I thought it was going to be this election cycle. So kudos to them. Yeah. Not as horrifying as I was expecting. And also CNN, the man with the touchscreen. How did yeah. that so long? Honestly, wow. I'm like, but it seemed fun. It seemed fun. For, and I was doing the same thing. I can't blame him. I was like, I had my little notebook out and I was like calculating electoral votes. And I was like, this is the most math I've done in like three years. And I'm going to math that right now, but. <laughs> After politics who? Yeah, like so many of my friends, like, right on election day were like putting out their own idea of what states were going to flip and go blue and then go red like bingo board <laughs> they were like acting like they're pollsters they're like this is how many electoral college votes biden's going to get this is how many trump's going to get and they're like let me know what you think show me your electoral college map I'm like believe it or not not everybody draws their own electoral college <laughs> map and puts it on instagram <laughs> Yeah, I didn't go that far, but honestly, maybe I should have, because I, think it another time. I hope there's not another time like this. I know. Sign me up. It's like a little... It's like... But there will be a now. It just goes up to heaven. <laughs> yeah, I keep... Also, the fact um, all of the election memes, and that, like... Did you take AP classes or you did community college credit? I went to community college. Yeah, well, then you wouldn't really. But the, the thing that I've seen on TikTok is like the reason we love the election so much is because like it feels like an AP class, like right after you take the exam and everyone is just like pumping out these inside jokes. 
just like PSAT memes. Those are so good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly like that. And like, I don't know, like my sorority kept sending them to each other and they're like, if like the chief recruitment officer was handling this, they would have had the, result, the results in like three hours. Or like, why is it taking so long? They should do, just do an Instagram story poll. <laughs> Honestly, there were many GW polls I voted on. I know, I was like, Biden, Biden, Biden. And they're like, if you, and then the next page you slip to the next story and it's like, if you voted for Trump, go ahead and unfollow me. <laughs> you horrible coward. I was like, ah. <laughs> like uh, nobody even did on your Instagram poll. Yeah. Awesome. This well, was a notable week too because my mom downloaded TikTok, and she makes <gasps> TikToks. Does she? Wait, she makes them. Biden Harris TikTok. She doesn't make them yet, okay. but she likes them. She's very careful with her likes because she wants the algorithm to sort things well for her. And there are two things that she gets on her For You page. Um, animals and Biden-Harris TikToks. Oh, <laughs> also some light activism ones. A lot of third category. <laughs> and she's like, yes, yes. Yes, Biden. Yes, Joe. Go get it. <laughs> she's who I want to be. She's so in touch. She's in touch now. She but actually, she pops on her Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly need to, I need to like, engage with my like older demographic because like we discussed this in French club last year and honestly like I feel like the tables have turned thankfully but the seniors were like talking down to me because like jokingly obviously but like they were like oh like your generation like you don't even have Facebook like you don't really even use Twitter and like the people like the sophomores last year one year had like they have Facebook like I think our year was like the cutoff like I have a Facebook but I don't really use it I love um, so yeah I need to like get into it because I feel oh, like I'm missing out it's just the Facebook groups I don't like seeing anybody I know post on Facebook like and it's unbearably happy so I just look at my groups I'm in like one that's about ants um all the GW <laughs> groups um piercing groups uh my personal favorite trader joe's meals for busy moms uh i'm joining that yeah right I'm after right i know i always want to tag you on things i see on facebook but then i realize just do i like people do tag me because i logged on to facebook like a few months ago and i had like 300 notifications <laughs> um, <laughs> and i was like oh and i just went through and liked them yeah well, I'll go on for a few months yeah only if you mention me I'll see it like if you dm me on like messenger or something nope never opening messenger nope. doesn't never. it send you a message that says like ruby followed you have a count like whatever like there's that default message that pops up <sighs> anyway what did we start with the election hour on facebook yeah should we transition into your first song? Ooh, I know. I'm like looking at what I listened to this week. But I think we're going to go with some Mitski. <laughs> Just to throw okay. And we're going to go with Texas Reznikoff is a little intense for right now. But let's go with Washing Machine Heart. All right, here we go. Washing Machine Heart by Mitski. Cause your dirty shoes in 
song so often when I'm at work I just put on my phone is when I'm on, and I'm on the motorboat like listening to Mitski at like noon <laughs> these children just sail by me and I'm just jamming that Mitski is still working <laughs> so that was a topic we wanted to breach your work give us some updates give us a glimpse yes yes so I teach sailing and on Tuesdays, I get to teach intermediate students, intermediate youth. And then Wednesdays, I teach adult, an adult class, adult beginner, and then two beginner children's classes. And I don't know. Sometimes I really love it. And then other times it forces me into an existential crisis because other times the kids are so cute. They do what I say. They're not a danger to themselves and others. They pick it up. They know how to move their feet and their body. I'm like, yes, yes, you be athletic in the boat. And then other times I look at these kids and it's like, lights on, no one's home. Hello, hello, are you there? Can't, stop, stop, because they'll just be sailing and then they look behind them. You need to be looking forward when you're in a boat. They look behind them and then they just smile at me. They're like, hmm. and I say, stop looking at me, look ahead. But they're pretty cute, I just think. Maybe. I would cry if you said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I try so, I, I think I'm nice, but when I'm nice, they don't listen to me, so I have to, like, be authoritative. <laughs> well, so I have to show that I'm older than them. But they're very yeah. cute. Um, what age? Of, yeah, they're from 10 to, like, 15. Oh, but so not little kids. Not little kids. Like kids that should be able to solve problems, but sometimes they cannot. <laughs> um, but one of my students a couple months ago, I told Mallory this, but I think this is just absolutely hilarious. He said, I'm really tired and I have to go home and do homework. Just like that. And I said, Oh, me too, little buddy. Kind of sucks. And he's like, Are you in college? I said, Yeah. And he's like, Online. And I'm like, Yep. And then he says, I hope you're getting your money's worth. Sales <laughs> away. I was like, Ten year old just asked me if I'm getting my money's worth at my university. No. Why does he, he not? <laughs> Why did it make me feel uncomfortable? 
Yeah, I gotta hit Thomas LeBlanc with that one. <laughs> yeah, email Tommy, ask him, Jonah, ask him. I know, something, um, can we fix this, is the fact that you can only transfer nine transfer credits if you're not a transfer to GW, and I already took an econ class at a community college over the summer, so I can only take two more classes. So, like, theoretically, I was like, like, this semester, next semester, like, it would be smarter to just like do like a semester or a year at community yeah. college and honestly some tea like I kind of liked my class at the community college more than any GW class I've ever taken like it was fun and he made it, it interesting fun. and I oh, felt like I, I hate it I I didn't I shouldn't say that I really was not the biggest fan of my econ class at GW but this one like I was like Econ major? Who? Like, I like this. It's fun. Yeah. But. Yeah. I cry a lot with my GW classes, but it's okay. Maybe <laughs> scare me, but it's okay. It's but what about your job, Mallory? You have to work with children, too. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily call it a job. Um, I have been driving children. At one child, actually. She's so sweet. <laughs> to school um but the thing is like normally with public school with my public school um is like they offer like a aftercare and before care type thing where your parents can drop you off like before they go to work and like sometimes I would have to stay at aftercare and like at camp I would stay at aftercare it was fun you had friends you had snacks whatever but now her parents have to go to work and there's no like before care at school so I have become her before care so I drive over to their house at seven. <laughs> I know. I mean, you have to get up way earlier for like your discussion section. <laughs> but like, it feels like high school. And I'm like, I really don't know how I did this in high school every day. No. Um, and the problem is like, it's fine. Like I go, I hang out there and then I drive her to school and I get home in time for my 10 a.m. class. But um, the problem is the other days of the week, I just sleep until 10 a.m. So my body never, it's never every like Monday and Tuesday, I'm like, dead. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like me. If I can't go to bed at nine, like I have to go to bed at nine or I'm exhausted the next day, <laughs> regardless of when I wake up. Honestly, I wish, I feel like I definitely could go to bed at like 7 p.m. every day. Like at seven, I'm like, I'm ready. And then I lay down and I watch a little YouTube and then I'm suddenly energized as soon as I like don't have any responsibilities left. And then I have so much energy. I'm like running around the house, doing laundry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I'm like, oh, it's 2 a.m. Okay, I'll go to bed. We're on the same schedule though. Hey, yeah, good. it worked out. It worked out. <laughs> it'll be interesting to be back in the same time zone for me. Yeah. I don't think it'll be much different for <laughs> us. <laughs> so don't be texting at like 8 a.m. Mallory, wake up. Oh, honestly, you're right. You're right. We're going to be on different time zones now. I need to like get six hours behind. preparing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> Mallory, come over. <laughs> so yeah. But do you think we should transition into the next song? Yes. Yes, Queen. Give us that music. I'm trying to think. I wrote down. You know what? This one. 
<laughs> this one is just a fun song. And in honor of, I'll preface this with a little shout out, um, because this is going to air before French Club on Thursday. And French Club is at, this week it's 6 p.m. Virtual, anyone can come, GW student or not, show up. We're doing a cooking class. We're making poutine. You can make it with us. I'm making vegetarian poutine. So you can experiment and change out the ingredients like I am. And we're having a professor come and do a little advertisement for a class. And because I'm currently trying to mentally prepare myself for taking French again next semester, this song is just something that, I don't know, it, it gives me some excitement for the, the French language and culture. <laughs> Love between us. Could it take you tonight? 
Yes, and that was French Girl by Oscar Lang and Johnny. That's cute. The end of it made me think of Ratatouille because that's the most French language exposure I've had in a long time. You're like, wee wee, anyone can be a cook. But yeah, very nice. Have you seen, or Charlotte, honestly, um, Ratatouille the musical? TikTok? Yes! Remy the Ratatouille the red of all my dreams if that doesn't become a reality i i don't know what's gonna happen i'm gonna lose it, it already like they have so many songs written they all these dishes choreographed <laughs> i'm like what it's ready to I go musical theaters degrees being put to use honestly and they said it was useful they just choreographed a whole musical on tiktok <laughs> honestly tiktok is it's changing things. Like I'm, I'm so interested to see like how TikTok is studied in the future. <laughs> They're gonna be like these people really sat in their beds with their phones for 15 hours a day, in a time when they had the most free time they've ever had in their lives. <laughs> true. Very true. I saw this. Um, I saw a TikTok that was like they were in a, mu- a history museum, and the kid goes, "Mommy." what what is this one what does it do and she goes oh that is gen z they are very powerful <laughs> and then the kid is like oh can i press it can i press it and the mom's like yes of course and she's like standing like a warrior and then she immediately starts doing the walk and the mom's like that's the walk <laughs> revolutionary <laughs> i'm like that's what we're gonna be known for i'm like do we have to show our children these things I know people and then there's also the trend that people are like these are the photos I'm gonna show my kids and it's like all these cool vintage looking photos of them being like just very attractive stylish mm-hmm. people and I'm like the photos I'm gonna show my kids are like screenshots that Ruby took of me on snapchat <laughs> literally <laughs> screenshots from snapchat <laughs> and I don't want my kids to see that <laughs> Like my face with like a what's my future job <laughs> filter on the head. That's where she got her personality from. <laughs> exactly. It's dangerous. Google Photos is dangerous because everything is preserved. Yes, that's why we're going to post that picture, that <laughs> collage. Google Photos made of us from last year and us this year. Exposed, exposed. My photo doesn't look good. My recent picture in that photo doesn't look good, though. Uh, yes, it does. Every rec- If you guys haven't gone and liked Ruby's most recent Instagram post, <laughs> iconic. She's glowing in every picture. The nose is on full display. The nose. 48 comments. Okay, I see. Celebrity, an influencer. With your iced coffee. Mm. <laughs> no. You were refreshing for likes. <laughs> I know like right after you post a picture I'm like that's like the feeling like some people have like 10 posts and I'm like I need a few more because I need to feel that you know 
<laughs> I lost one follower, but it's okay. <laughs> it's what's it? The law of diminishing returns. <laughs> I just can't handle all this increasing utility. <laughs> Realistic economic cycle. If you love econ, slide up. But also, I think there's, aside from the election happening this week, which I thought was important, like, you know, that's important. It's just the future of our country and our livelihoods. Um, also, The Bachelorette has got dramatic. Um, yeah. Are you watching? Yes, Charlotte and I are watching it together. We're so invested. My mom will pop in sometimes to give her opinion. Hmm. And then, um, yeah, it's incredibly addicting because this is the year on um, the oldest bachelorette in history. She's 39. That's like old, right? Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I feel like your 30s, you're still young, but like at 39, then it's time to start being like very adult. You, like mellow out a little bit. Future us listening to this at 39, unemployed, not in relationships. <laughs> Living in a cardboard box on the street, coming back to haunt us. Yeah. So Claire was the bachelorette and just absolutely unhinged and spoilers ahead spoilers ahead but if you haven't looked up the memes on buzzfeed yet go do so <laughs> but claire met her husband the first night she fell in love with him. She oh said, my god oh my gosh that is dale dale is my husband she doesn't have a southern accent i just think it makes him funny <laughs> and then last week she just basically tells all the guys, like, I don't want to hang out with you. I'm going to hang out with Dale. And then Chris Harrison comes on and talks to her. And he's, he's, he asks Claire, he says, so Dale's in love with you? And she's like, yes. And he's like, he told you then. And she's like, yes, of course. And he's like, that's next, next. What's next is a proposal. And she's like, ooh. And Chris Harrison goes to Dale and says, you should really propose to her. And gives him the ring. And then Dale proposes to her. And now they're living together. And Claire left. And we got a new bachelor. After, like, what, like, three episodes or something? Episodes, yeah. But there's a tell-all episode tonight where we find out that they were probably in contact before the season started filming. Yeah. I'm so excited for it. Honestly, every single week, um, let me preface this by saying, last semester, I had never seen The Bachelor ba Bachelor until last year. And then last year, it was really, and I explained this to my parents. No matter, like, how good or bad the show is, it's a bonding, it's a universal experience for college students because like, everyone is watching it. On Tuesday nights last year, everyone was congregating with their friends, watching The Bachelor, and it was something to talk about, bond over a week. You have to see these people, you know, built in, and now that's kind of still happening, except, like, we're all separated, but we can now text about it, so I have to watch, regardless of how terrible the season is. I need to be informed. I'm embarrassed for um, <laughs> yeah me too so but the problem is my sister who I would normally watch with Mia is at college um and Kate is uninterested so the only people left are my parents and they every week get to fight to get the tv because they get it every night and I ask for it for two hours only two hours a week Tuesday nights <laughs> yet they always say, oh, is this ending at nine? And I'm like, no, it's en it ends at 10 every week. And they're like, at nine, you have, uh, you have to leave. We get the tea. I'm like, no, but they're <laughs> so invested. They refuse to admit it. They don't leave the couch because they are like ready to start watching their show when I leave. So they watch it with me oh and they claim they hate it. 
They claim they want me to leave, but my dad screams at Claire with me. He is like, stop saying he's your, or he'll be like, okay, say it with me. He's my husband. He's and sure. we're all invested. Yeah. Honestly, my hot take though is I don't think Dale's really that into her. I don't think Dale thought that he would have to propose to her or want him to. Be and she's now- like, love you and he's like I'm falling in love with you and then Chris is like okay here's the ring (laughs) (laughs) that whole interaction with Chris Harrison like that man does not get paid enough (laughs) he's really a therapist for all of them he does so fun job I want it I want it so badly (laughs) how does he just not burst out crying like I would just the stress would be too much of having to look at these people but it'd be good (laughs) I know. Somebody paid. He's on Cameo. Um, and somebody's mom bought a Cameo from him last year because the seniors at my high school that were graduating in 2020 didn't get a graduation. So one of the class officers' moms paid for Chris Harrison to say, um, like, good job, kids. <laughs> and yeah, so we got that video. And I just pretended I blocked out class of 2020, inserted class of 2019, and he was talking right to me. Oh inspiring like that's enough to keep us going through the rest of the semester (laughs) just thinking about that yeah and speaking of um celebrity interactions we're gonna put this energy out into the universe that ruby wanted to discuss dreams which we're gonna get into Mm -hmm. listening to ruby's dream next but calista had a dream that she ran into kamala harris on a run in dc and I'm putting it out there. Like, it's going to happen. Calista and I are going to be on our jog near the monuments, maybe near, like, where the Obamas live in that neighborhood near DuPont. And she's going to walk by, and it's 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 going to happen. It's happening. You're going to walk past her, and she's going to be like, we did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> You're going to be the president. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be remarkable? Yeah, she's running with us, beside us. Oh, she's like, you did it, guys, you did it, you went on a run. Yeah, oh my god, that's just what I should repeat in my head the next time. I know, can we commission Kamala Harris to make a cameo for us? Or we're just, <laughs> you did it, guys! <laughs> that's a good idea. If you, want, if, you wanna, if you want that to happen, we can make a little change.org petition. <laughs> <laughs> that's very on brand <laughs> but I have been having awful dreams like I don't even know what is happening because last night I woke up at 3 a.m like scared like I haven't gotten scared to dream in a long time because zombies were surrounding our house but they're like creepy zombies like not gross zombies like creepy and we were trying to escape but then like they killed some of our family members I don't even know who was there like I made these people up like it wasn't even my family which is even weirder and then the whole dream was us trying to escape and like plot this escape route. And then we ended up escaping because we traded crystals with the zombies and like we gave them quartz and stuff. And they're like, oh wow, nice. Hippie zombies. Hippie zombies. Huh. <laughs> Not capitalist zombies. They engage in trade. <laughs> Good goods. Not yes. Fun. I just looked up what does dreaming about zombies mean? 
And it says, <laughs> dreaming of zombies is a sign that you are afraid of an unknown situation in your life. There may be something that is going to affect your health. Zombies can be a direct indication of how you must protect your loved ones. The actual dream can suggest losing people you care about and being prepared for the worst in the face of danger. Of course, the fear of being people... The fear of people around you turning into a zombie is not a real fear. In a nutshell, the situation is make-believe as zombies do not exist. Okay, that last <laughs> sentence is reassuring. Well, thanks. So zombies don't exist, but I just have, like, some serious internal work, internal thoughts that are making it so I can't sleep. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we could have we figured that out ourselves. So. Thanks, dreams, for manifesting that. It's like when my co-star tells me to stop thinking, and I'm like, wow, co-star, thank you. Yeah, what? I need to look at I sent a picture of this to Anne oh. my co-star the other day like really coming after me <laughs> and I'm not a fan he needs to stop like today my co-star just says you can't get a text back you are not a perfect human <laughs> oh this okay this this is it I found it this came on um, I don't know what day, but someday last week, like while the election had yet to be announced, and it says, you appreciate happy endings. You should prefer the truth. I'm like, what? This is such an odd sign. <laughs> it's cryptic. I know. I'm like, I do like happy endings, okay? Yeah. And I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. I can't do conflict in general in life, but also in movies and stories, like, if there's any sort of conflict, it makes me sad, and I want to stop watching the movie. Like, I'd rather watch a horror movie where the conflict is someone getting killed, but if, like, someone is, like, mad at someone else, like, yeah. I'm, like, not enjoyable. <laughs> at least being killed, you can fight back physically, but then, like, emotional stuff requires thinking. We don't like that over here. As two cancers, we, <laughs> we do enough of that. Two cancers, we think to ourselves all the time, sometimes. And did you see that girl on TikTok predicted Joe Biden's win with like his astrology chart? And she came on my For You page yesterday and she's like, y'all were doubting me. And I've been saying this for months. <laughs> you need to rethink your lives. So I'm like, yeah, maybe I do. Cause I, but I really don't you. So maybe that's another sign that I need to rethink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like astrology, like it's a little sketch, but sometimes it's it's telling us some things i don't know you know just gotta like take your crystals put them by your phone so they channel good energy to your co-star <laughs> as, you as i hold up the mic <laughs> yes um but before we finish up the show do we want to talk a little bit about um what's coming with our project Ooh, yes lead the way Mallory okay so basically and we don't need to get into like specifics because it's kind of yet to be sorted but for our sociocultural anthropology class which we've discussed previously we we were allowed to work with a partner and you could choose to um write an essay work alone work with one person work with two people and then literally the prompt is like do absolutely anything so Ruby and I decided to work together and use our radio show as a medium to talk about some anthropological ideas. So, and we had to make a game plan. So I forget what the date is, but at some point in the future, 
we're going to be having such a fun show <laughs> and you guys can hear what our final project is as we talk about reciprocity and like social norms and stuff isn't that fun wow you might even be featured if we ask you what your thoughts are whoa yeah probably if you're one of the people listening we probably will be contacted yeah definitely <laughs> yeah about to call you <laughs> But, you know, if this episode didn't draw you in enough, that knowledge, you know, would make me want to come back because it's so interesting, right? Learn about anthropology. And not the store. Study of you. Into the Y, not in the IE. Yeah. (laughs) Because every time, I feel like every time I'm like, oh, yeah, like for anthropology, they're like, the store. Like everyone, like everyone makes that joke. I'm like, ahaha, existed before the store. <laughs> Did it? I don't have a minor in shopping. <laughs> I honestly might at this point. Uh, yeah. Big yikes. <sighs> Do we have a song we want to uh, close it out on? We're going to close out with Such Great Heights by the Postal Service, which I think is just a bubbly little song that I also listen to frequently on my boat as the children risk their lives around me. Okay, I'm gonna imagine I'm sitting on the boat with you. This is pretty children yelling at you. This has been This Virtual Life. I'm Ruby. I'm Mallory. We'll catch you next week.